Dot and Polish Show for the week of October 30th, 2019. Oh, Halloween. Well, you know what that means. Oh, God. Holy fucking 40 to one. God. Well, I won't be 40 tomorrow. No, no, but you'll be 40 in December, won't you? 39, something like that. Only 39 in December. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, this sucks. It sucks. <laughs> sucks. It does. This show sucks. It already sucks. Just like Dracula sucks. Wouldn't it be nice to just be young and beautiful forever? Except for the whole living forever thing, because then you have to sit through a bunch of bullshit. Like taxes. Does Dracula pay taxes? I mean, there's a lot of property tax in Transylvania, don't you think? I'd say it's possible. I'd say it's very likely. Unless you could be like Uwe Boll and find some type of loophole and then you can make movies. Yeah, no shit. Well, the makers... It's a cinematic Dracula. He sucked the life out of cinema. Yeah. The uh, makers of Sherlock are making a Dracula TV series. The series is going to consist of three 90-minute episodes, and it will come out uh, late 2019, early 2020. I'm not quite sure what that means. If it's going to be half and half, or eh, it'll come out sometime around then. Um, It's going to be based on the Bram Stoker's Dracula, so that kind of gives you an idea what it's going to be like. There is a trailer out for it. It's more of a teaser than a trailer, I think. Um, basically, if you like Sherlock, you're probably going to like this from what it looks like. What do you think? Well, I thought it had a very, uh, had that, like, deep Castlevania vibe. Yeah, it, um, it's very, uh, I mean, it's, you can definitely tell it's Sherlock. It's very stylish, that quick cuts and fast zooms. Yeah, it was a really good trailer. Yeah, it's, um... Like the set design, the costumes, the makeup, all that stuff looks really good. Yeah, it looks like a really sweet series. They kind of have that... You remember in the um, 90s how they used to shoot videos, music videos? This is what it would look like if they would just tone it down and try to do it right. That's kind of what Sherlock is. If you did it right, those moments where they cut in between, if they had a little bit of style. But yeah, it looks uh, it looks really sweet. Well, it makes me want to check out Sherlock because I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, uh, it's all of, all of them are on Netflix, and they're usually around an hour and a half. Each episode, maybe close to it. Is, yeah, they're all mini movies. No, well, after seeing that, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna check one out. Yeah, they're uh, they're really good. Um, I mean, that is if you like um, Cumberbatch. If you don't like him, don't watch it. But he, oh, that show. Yeah, I forgot he did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you don't like Cumberbatch, do not watch Sherlock. But yeah, Stephen Moffat also did. Um, oh shoot, 
I do not remember the name of the comedy that he did. Was it Coupling? Mm, I don't know who Stephen Moffat is. Yeah, he's the guy who does Sherlock. <laughs> I mean, but, besides that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he did Coupling. That was a really awesome show on um, BBC. But, yeah, um, he's really good. So it should be awesome. When I first saw that, it was Dracula. I was like, okay, I'll check out the trailer. Then it said BBC. I was like, oh, shit. And then it's like, from the makers of Sherlock, I was like, okay, I'm back on. So it, this should be fun. Uh, What's n- uh, not fun? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They're, it's not looking good. That no, doesn't sound like it's good. No. Um, comic book news reporter. Yeah, yeah. Comic book news reporter Matt McGlowan. He uh, bumped into a couple of people connected to Marvel Studios, and apparently, the initial script for the series was a complete disaster. And Marvel was apparently closing in on panic mode when the ideas were pitched, but now they are working to patch some things up. Well, Development Hell is, um, I'm not aware of that being really a Marvel thing, but. When are they actually, what's supposed to come out? Is this a 2020 thing? I think it's 2020, yeah. Ooh. Well, I mean, they probably have a serious writer room. Cause they're, I'm sure they do. They're gung ho on Disney Plus, so <laughs> they're probably calling everybody in. Oh yeah, it'd be a good time to have a Disney stock. Yeah, once if you, streaming goes live. Yeah, if you got any extra writers from Marvel Comics, bring them in now. We need to get this shit fixed. Unlike DC, who just like, what the fuck's a comic book writer? Yeah, they don't have a freaking clue. Yeah. Fuck them. But, um... I also read a report where there's a slight chance that they would bring in old man Captain America to continue passing the torch. I thought he already passed the torch, but I guess he has to do it again. Yeah, you think wants to be enough. Um, <laughs> and he's going to Terry Funk this shit. He's going to retire again. Yeah. Forever. Forever. I mean, anything to help bump the ratings. I mean, somebody's going to have to pay an extra $5 to buy this shit. I just want to see what they do. with Like, the Falcon character in the MCU, I mean, he's just... He's pretty shallow. He's very shallow. Yeah, he's only had a... I mean, might have to watch stuff again, but I just don't see much in the way of character development from him. He's just your fill-in soldier yeah, well, with wings. That's kind of what was in the comic book, too. I mean, the problem yeah. is, you got like 30 He's like characters. an E-list character. Yeah, you got time to flesh him out in the comic books, but... Okay, well, maybe now they actually got time to work with him. The Winter Soldier was fleshed out. Pretty well. 
Yeah, well, you had a whole movie based on him. He had a whole freaking movie. Yeah. I mean, I like Falcon. I like the portrayal. It's just, it's, he's a little shallow. Yeah. Go get him, son. So hopefully they can really grow him up some. Yeah, well, I don't know how many episodes you're going to have, but we'll see what happens. But we do know that we will be getting three 90-minute episodes. Not three minute episodes. Uh, six one-hour episodes for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Six hours of Ewan McGregor Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. Ewan Sounds Kenobi. Sounds great. Yeah. <clears throat> Apparently he knew about this for four years. That son of a bitch. Yeah, he said, <laughs> he said, quote, it's a fucking massive relief because for four years I've been having to lie to people about it. Uh, he said, quote, the storyline switch between episode three and four, the Jedi Order was falling apart. It would be interesting to take a character we know in a way to show him. Well, his arc will be quite interesting. I think dealing with that, the fact that all the Jedi were slaughtered with the end of episode three is quite something to get over. We have post-traumatic Obi-Wan. Yeah. So, uh, un- unlike um, Crybaby Luke, who's you know, holding lightsabers over top of innocent children, He's just gonna be going around like Rambo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <On the> pills. <laughs> yeah, he said he wanted it to be more like the Alec Guinness version. Yeah, because he's got a little bit more gray too. Yeah, yeah. so um, I definitely want to see what they do with it. Now he's gonna be hanging out with Jawas, getting drunk every night. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, you know, well. Not in the Disney version, but if it was just Lucas, he would be doing it. Yeah, between Obi-Wan and The Mandalorian, I'm, Disney Plus is probably going to be a thing in our house. Oh, you haven't got it yet? No, I haven't got it yet. Oh, I already did that. Does Mandalorian start November 12th? Uh, 12th or 11th. They're, it's Yeah, whatever day that is, is the day I'm going to subscribe. They, uh, I think they're doing it on the 11th. And then there's another episode on the 13th. And then after that, it's going to be like every week. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I did that D23 deal where you get three years for like $100 or some bullshit like that. Um, yeah, The Mandalorian should be good. And I mean, look, it's going to have to be better than The Last Jedi. I mean, it's not setting the bar high, but... No, definitely not. The one thing you have to they, give yeah. Obi-Wan is, is well, I mean, you and McGregor, <laughs> is at least he actually gives a crap. You can tell the guy's marking out for it. Oh, yeah. I don't know about yeah, I mean, any of the other characters, actors, but at least you can tell he actually loves this shit. Yeah, he's he's always been pretty pretty on about it in like the late night shows and stuff um i just hope that they get like the guy that did the fight choreography for the prequels oh they probably will because the guy that does the freaking choreography for the new ones is terrible whoever the hell that is Hmm. i mean none none of that stuff works well like Uh. the one like the battle between ray and Kylo in the first and Force Awakens, 
was 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 pretty good, you know. But it, the rest of them have been pretty bad. Well, you don't. It's not really the time of the Jedi, so you don't really have good combat skills. Yeah, I'm not like brutality. I'm not like honestly the the Kylo and Ray fight was refreshing without all the flippy flip somersault stuff. Oh, you don't but, want New Japan bullshit? You don't want flippy flippy shit? Yeah, man. But, you know, it, I, it was refreshing, and there was a lot of, I don't know, it was savage in a way. It was, it was I, I liked the fight. But, you know, every other thing they put in those two movies that was some sort of um, melee weapon, it, it was just very, like, TNT original series <laughs> level yeah. is bad. Uh, lots of posing and stuff that you didn't, just lots of crazy stuff you didn't get. I mean, they pose in Star Wars a little bit, but not on the level. It just, I don't know. Force Awakens, a stormtrooper with the big baton with like electricity on it, just the way he, everything just, it just smacks of try hard, I guess. Well, yeah, well I, I mean, look, Ryan Johnson's not a action director, and J.J. And Abrams is not an action director. No. So that's the problem. It doesn't matter who your but, fight choreographer is. When you got a director who doesn't direct action, they're going to want a certain true. thing. So that's just it. Yeah, I think they stumbled into Ray and Kylo being a decent fight. <laughs> it's a fight by accident. Yeah, forced Gump their way into it. I think you may have had a good editor. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, it might be it too. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, this isn't Star Wars. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and there's one more piece of Star Wars news. Uh, Brie Larson is being eyed for... Uh, do we want to talk about this or not? Yeah. Uh, do we have to? Uh, this is big news, man. It's not going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Uh, we know uh, Kevin Feige is not going to report to Kathleen Kennedy in for Star Wars. I read that today. Right. He's going that's to, correct. He's going to report to Bob Iger directly. So that's good. It's basically his movie. He can do what he wants to do with it. Right. Um, studio is interested in having Brie Larson at least in the movie. Uh, however, she's not the only actress in their wish list. But we are it's totally certain on that. Do what? Yeah, Tano. To play Tano. Um, man, I don't know what the hell is going on in West End. Um, however, if Feggy does not use her, we've heard, this is, um, we got discovered. It's covering this. Uh, we've heard that Lucasfilm is very keen on having her in live action in the near future. Don't know what capacity that is, but in some type of capacity, they want Tano in there. Oh, I'm, I'm all for that. I like Ahsoka Tano. I hated her freaking guts when I first saw Clone Wars. Yeah, the but, Clone Wars, she was horrible. In the first first movie, she was horrible. But that, that first yeah. movie was horrible. Oh, it was it was trash. But the series itself ended up being fantastic. 
Yeah. The best the best Star Wars material since the originals. Yeah. So um I don't think Brie Larson would play her because of the fact she's not gonna want to cover up her face for the entire film. Oh yeah, she might not. I don't know. I I know she's a Star Wars mark, but she may not uh, want to do yeah. that. She's getting it. She kept Kevin Feige calling the shots. She's a Star Wars mark, and and they're pushing her not only as Captain Marvel, but also pushing her as Brie Larson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but she's she's at the top of their PR machine, man. Yeah, but she's not going to play Tono. Well, I, I don't she'll, really care. She'll, she'll play somebody not. else. I just want him to write her good. Yeah. Write her really well and put somebody in there. Write I mean, the character first and then she, everything else can come afterwards. She looks great as a Jedi, but she's not going to be Tano. There's like way. I mean, it's not like Captain Marvel where you can put a mask on and take it off in the next scene. Then again, you. Never know. She might think it's cool shit. I mean, she's that big of a mark. Yeah. She may. Yeah, they can come ask me to play Ahsoka Tano, and I'd sign up right now. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like the. She may not be like that asshole who played Doctor Doom. Was like, I don't want to wear a mask, so he didn't wear the mask in the second movie. She may be the opposite. She might be worse by fucking makeup. Then again, I mean, if this was George Lucas, it'd be like, no, it's it's. it's there's no makeup. This is all 3D. It's CGI. Can't do this. Yeah. CGI or face. Yeah. I say Tano would be a mix of CGI and practical. That's about the only way you can do it right. But CGI, Brie Larson, we're getting a new Hulk in the MCU. Amadeus Chow is definitely headed to the MCU. And he'll be getting his own Disney Plus limited series before he goes on to show up in some of the movies. This is also from um, We Got Discovered. Now his mother, Helen Chow, was in the Age of Ultron. I don't remember what scene, but she was there. Now, uh, as far as Old Man Hulk, Bruce Banner, now he was permanently damaged in the last film. However, he will be there. He's going to be in Seahawk. And uh, probably some other MCU projects, but he's definitely going to be in She-Hulk whenever that comes out. So you will, he'll be a force in that film. Project, whatever, fuck. How many shows they're going to be doing in, in She-Hulk? He'll be there. But his time's coming to an end. But you will be getting Amadeus Chow will definitely be your next Hulk. So just like the comic books where they brought in the new class, this is what you're getting. So how do you feel? Amadeus Chow taking over. I'm not familiar. I'm reading through this and I'm not familiar with the character. He was a... 19-year-old Korean genius. I think he's the eighth smartest man on the planet, something like that. But unlike Bruce Banner, where he sees the Hulk as 
a bad thing, Amadeus Child actually sees it as a good thing, and he, I think he channels it somehow. So he can kind of control it. I think that's the difference. Well, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I just think I just think having Bruce Banner permanently damaged and on the sidelines is stupid. But I mean, it's like there's a million other characters you could have to fill that role. That's known. And I don't know how well known is Cho. Not really, but they're bringing in new people. I mean. How many people read comic books now? So, I mean, just the fact that it's Hulk. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it only matters from a comic fan's perspective. Right. I mean, it's like, why do they bring in Peter Parker when they could have brought in the other? I mean, Miles Morales. I mean, it's that thing. The only ones who really care are the people who actually read comic books. But the fact is, you've got millions upon millions upon millions of people know Peter Parker. That's why he was brought in. Yeah. Um, I don't have it on here, but there was a story about Daredevil coming in for a movie. And it's probably be around phase six. But he may be introduced into MCU earlier. Sometime around phase five. Maybe showing up in like a Spider Man movie, something like that. But Yeah. Yeah, they're wanting to bring in Matt Murdock. So I don't know about the rest of the gang. I think Jessica Jones they kinda of want to bring her in too, but they definitely want to bring in Daredevil for his own film. He that's a definite they want. But the problem is the whole Netflix bullshit. They got tied up. That's their problem right now. So they really can't do anything with them. That's why you have to wait so long. Kind of sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Eh, one of these days it'll all get squared away, I guess. Hey, but we got the X-Men. Can't wait to see what they do with that. We're still waiting to see what they're going to do with new new mutants. Fox, ha- not Fox, but uh, Mar- whoever, Marvel, Disney, whatever you want to call it, they have the film, and apparently they like it. They're just trying to figure out what to do with it because they don't want to use the term mutants in the film. Because they want to go a different route with it because where they are trying to figure out how to bring in the X-Men. It's simple, man. Bringing in the X-Men is easy. They should just hire me. I got this. No, they should hire us, but we waited too long to actually start making our career. Now we're in our 40s. Of course, Stan Lee started his career in his 40s, so this is the year, son. This is it. This is it. What we'll do is the Infinity Stone screwed up space-time, broke some dimensional shit, and destroys the Fox universe... And like, um, but all the people from the Fox universe, uh, end up on our earth 
and um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of runs in versions of themselves. Yeah, you could bring in the multiverse with with uh, the mutants, and that's where they're at. Yeah, it's, yep, yep. Just have it all blend together. Well, at least that that yeah. you could have the Deadpool universe with the multiverse. That's easy. That's an easy fix. And you can have your R-rated crap that way. That's an easy fix. Because they already said they want Deadpool to stay R-rated. Because there's no way you can really mess with it. Um, Are you ready to do some games? Yeah. Well, on October 24th was the day of delay. Delayed all on well, the announcements... Last of Us 2, and probably Ghost of Tsushima, even though it has no official delay, well, release date. Watch Dogs Legion, um, Rainbow Six, and Gods and Monsters were all delayed on the same day. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion slated to come out March 6, 2020, but the company announced today it will instead be released sometime during the company's 2020-2021 fiscal year, which begins April 1st, 2020. Uh, in a statement, Ubisoft CEO something, you can figure out that name yourself, Yves Goumont said that delay was to give the teams, quote, more development time to ensure that their respective innovations are perfectly implemented to deliver optimal experiences for players. Uh... In other words, we're trying to figure out how to put more bullshit in the game. Probably microtransactions. Microtransactions. <clears throat> As for Last of Us 2, uh, basically Neil Druckmann said it was to polish the game and to avoid crunch. So, that's good. Basically, the game's done and we just want to polish it up and we don't want to kill our people. So, you got to give him credit for that. He was honest. Well... Yeah, Neil Druckmann sounds more honest. <laughs> yeah. Ubisoft, just so you guys know, you're still on my shit list. <laughs> just because you did a couple things right don't mean we forgot everything you did. Yeah. However, when I had to deal with their support, uh, they were very nice. We have no problem with their support or, or their uh, their development teams, but your, your bosses. Whew. You better they put that microtransactions in there, you sons of bitches. Yeah. Uh. 200 hours every time a week and can't even finish the games. <laughs> oh, my God. I really wish I could have finished the last... Um... Oh, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. Not Uncharted. I got you stuff watching those games. Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Creed, yeah. Odyssey. Oh, my God. After I got about 35 hours and I was like, I ain't going to fucking finish this game. We used to do Bug Hunt. And I know now, like, if I, I, I scroll the game news, and I don't really see a whole lot of stuff about bugs so much as I see stuff about other issues they're having. Politics and all that crap. And, uh... Yeah, that's all Blizzard. Maybe I'm just missing it in, in the chaff somewhere, but... Just doesn't seem like there's as many articles about bugs. No, Ubisoft got their shit fixed. So, so Ubisoft gets their shit fixed, and the the bug article <laughs> um, 
well just completely dries up. Yeah, the bug hunt is almost dead. It's, it was basically this uh, Ubisoft segment we did every week. Yeah, just about. It was always something like, I guess we could have talked about Anthem back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I played that game, and I, I enjoyed it right up until I heard about the Tombs mission, and then once I heard that, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm done. Because you had to do so much bullshit in that game to advance, because the game comes to a standstill. Just a dead stop. You have to do so much crap. Story starts moving along, moving along, moving along for like five hours, and then boom, right there, you gotta stop. And you gotta do all this, well, you gotta go and repair like 15 other characters, and you gotta go underwater and pick up all this shit. It's like, all this bullshit. Why? And they never fixed it. They never lowered it. Like, I'm not going to do all this hunting around and going all over the map to play your stupid game. Fuck you. I quit. So I went and I started playing Destiny, which is their biggest fear. PlayStation 4 is the number two selling console, not including handhelds, of all time. Technically, not really yet. I mean, they haven't sold them yet. According to Sony's most... Recent financial report, PlayStation 4 has shipped, that's the thing, shipped 102.8 million units, placing it on the list of best-selling home consoles. It has even managed to surpass its original PlayStation as well as Nintendo Wii, meaning PlayStation consoles now take up the top three spots on the list. Shipped does not mean sold, so I guess they're expecting it by the end of the year. Well, so as of right now, you're looking it. at PlayStation 2, 155, Nintendo DS, which they don't count, because that's a handheld. Game Boy does not count. PlayStation 4, 102.8, and the original PlayStation, which we'll get to later, 102 million. Followed by the Wii and the PlayStation 3. Well, that's a heck of a miles thing. Yeah. They uh they make a good co- they make a good product. Any fans are butts about it. Yeah. I uh eh, I still like my Xbox a little bit better, but that's just because of all the free games I was getting with Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. That's all I just do it. Did I tell you I upgraded my internet finally? Oh, you got the uh free the uh not the free, but the um, unlimited data. Yes, Man. I have moved into the 21st century finally. Yes, your uh, your offspring was telling me you got Xbox Game Pass when we were at the theater. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where Amy had the baby, we actually had time to shut our internet down because of work, where she works from home. Yeah, And uh, we got it squared away. So now we are high speed all the time. Yeah. And we did, we did, we downloaded almost a terabyte in the first <laughs> month because of Game Pass. Yeah, it's nice. It was, the Game Pass is sweet. Uh, so. Oh, it just tries out everything and then it fills up the freaking hard drive and he deletes and he tries out something else. That's what I mean. Dude, get the external hard drive for your Xbox. I got a three terabyte. No. 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 
Let me know. This is the next thing I'll be like 10 years before I freaking say, okay, I finally did it. Get the external hard drive. That's what I got. Um, yeah, I should like, like that. We are done with that, so I'm going to go ahead and ask you. Since you got Xbox Game Pass, did you pick up Outer Worlds, is it? Not yet. I've been playing uh, Mutant Year Zero a little bit. Oh. It's hard as balls. Yeah. Outer Worlds is... Uh, it's... Well, it's Mass Effect and... Um, I mean, it's it's pretty much what you expected it to be. It's Fallout and Mass Effect. It's Fallout in space with a little bit of Mass Effect thrown in there. I mean, when when you choose to go out there with your companion, it's the Mass Effect screen. Same exact same screen. I mean, well, there, there there's a few issues I have with the game, but nothing that could not be fixed with a update. Like, the map still sucks. And when I'm on a mission and I finish one thing, I'm like, okay, now I want to go over to this guy, to this mission. No, it's still telling me to go on to another location. I'm like, no, fucker, I've already said I want to go on this quest. No, you want to go on this main quest. No, I want to go on this quest. And it won't let me do it. That You can fix that. Update that. It looks really nice on PC, too. Ultimate settings. Yeah, it looks a little more nice. Yeah, I'll have to give it a shot soon. Hey, I did find a, a bug hunt story. No, you did? Oh, yeah. WWE 2K20. Oh, yeah, that game's a trip piece of shit. The whole game's wow. a bug. screenshots are freaking terrible. Did you not watch those videos I sent you? Yeah, but, like, I'm just talking about it for the story, bro. Oh, <laughs> For our fans. Yeah. For our legions and legions of fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, did you know... The collector's edition did not come with the um, autograph that was promised. It just comes with a picture of Edge in acrylic. Wow. And it's supposed to be, uh, have a signature on it. And Edge is on Twitter. And he said, anybody that got that, hit me up on Twitter and I'll make sure you get the autograph. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That game's a freaking mess beyond just the graphics and gameplay, but they didn't even get that part of the collector's thing right. Just like Bad Gate with Fallout. Oh, <laughs> everything. Was I, I think that Fallout. was our last bug hunt was Fallout. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah. this week on Bug Hunt, we're a week late to the party, but we got WWE 2K20. Just, uh, just the Google to laugh at it. Yeah. Um,. Did you know the whole story behind that? Uh, bits and pieces of it. Where, uh, Yooks, Yooks, yeah, they, um, they just wanted out. <laughs> they were like, we're done. Either they had said, oh yeah, we're, we're working on another game, or, and WWE said, fuck you. Or they just, one of the out, one or the other, because they were just, you know, you're working under the yoke of WWE, and you can't do what you want to do, and it's a annual release, and you can't do what you want to do, and so, boom, 
we're out. We're working on our own w- uh, wrestling game. That's it. We're gone. So it's, it's obvious they love wrestling. Devs do. They've been doing it for 15 fucking years or, or longer. And the other team that was with them, Visual Concepts, they said, here you go. And they gave them their old engine. It wasn't the brand new engine they were working on. I was like, here's your, here, here you go. And what you got is what Visual Concepts, the B team, is doing. That's why the game sucks. It's not yucks. So everybody kept bitching about Yukes or whatever the fuck the name is. That they sucked? No. No, it wasn't them. They did the best that they could do. But when you're getting hammered by WWE, you can't do this, you have to do this. That's what happens. Every year. They went to Vince and everybody was complaining no, you want to, we need a new engine. We this engine's old, it's busted. And this was right around PlayStation three to PlayStation four, I think. And they wanted to take two years off and make a brand new engine. And Vince was like, Nope. Every year, put one out. It's a product. It's who cares about making a good game? Just put out a product. Oh my god. Check this one out. Check this story out. Washington Post. Fallout 76 just gave people a reason to play the Outer Worlds instead. Did you hear about this? No. Okay. Bethesda last Wednesday announced a $13 a month premium subscription service to Fallout 76. Why? I thought that was going to free to play. They're still keeping it. Listen to this. This is oh my god. This is this is true bug hunt. The bug hunt on a decision making level. The price tag is attached to two features Fallout fans wanted since the game was announced. Get this feature. Are you ready? Hmm. The ability to play by yourself or with just your friends without any interference from strangers. Private servers cost you thirteen dollars a month. Yeah, you can segregate yourself for $13 a month. Also adds unlimited storage for crafting materials. You know, because that actually... That requires some sort of real-world resource, right? Right. Monthly deposit of the game's in-game currency bought by real-world cash so you can buy virtual items as well as exclusive items and emotes. That's that's bullshit. I also note the player with the Fallout First account is the only one who can log into the private server. If they're logged off... Your seven other friends will have to make doing the wild of random players. And the real stinger is the last piece of content. You get a Ranger armor outfit that was made by Iconic by Fallout New Vegas. Um, wow. Hey, people have wanted private servers from the beginning. I mean, there's no way you couldn't just put that in there from the beginning and now when you do you're going to have to pay $13 for it that's such bullshit it's easy to see the metaphor behind the player but now the outer world has become a symbol of a dying breed of games feature complete packages that put player autonomy at the center of its experience (laughs) 
That's I love a pretty my, good. Yeah, I love my single player game. And apparently, single player experiences sell pretty well on PlayStation. So, I don't know. But we also had a lot of single player games back in 1994. And, uh. Let's just go through the list first. We'll talk about that later. So here is the list for 1994. Aliens vs. Predator for the Jaguar. The Adventures of Batman and Robin for the Super Nintendo. The Sega version came out in 1995. Not quite sure why it took that long. Castlevania Bloodlines. Contra Hard Corps. Donkey Kong Country. Doom for Jaguar. It was the better version. Dragon. The Bush Lee story. Earthworm Jim. Final Fantasy 3, The Lion King, the Sega version, Mega Man X, Mortal Kombat 2, yes, Scott, the Super Nintendo version, Saturday Night Slam Masters, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic 3, Star Wars Arcade, Streets of Rage 3, Super Metroid, and Super Return of the Jedi. Looks like pretty good lineup. Super Nintendo is coming back. Yeah, definitely a good year for them. Yeah, this was actually the year that Nintendo came back. And it was pretty much all over for Sega. So, Scott, call it. Tails. Hey Siri, flip a coin. It's Tails. How the hell did you get that every fucking time? Uh, Okay, go for it, Scott. Well, as as the Nelsonville Grand Piano Video Game Challenge champion, here we go with a high score on the machine. First game I would have to kick off of this list would be ooh. It's well, pretty, it's a good list. It's a pretty good list. Um, Star Wars Arcade. Star Wars Arcade is a port. You're gone. I yeah, take off rough to play. Dragon and Bruce Lee story. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, shit. I, I looked over that one. Yeah, that definitely would be the number one to kick off the list. Yeah. Good idea. Just uh, Yeah. And if you know um, what you're doing, you can beat the game in 20 minutes. That's all done. Yeah. Um, shit. Well, this list just got super difficult. Yeah. Uh, Doom for Jaguar. Doom for Jaguar. Scott's a port of a port of a port of a port, right? It came out the first time the year before on PC. So that yeah. was the first time it came out on console. Oh, 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 jeez, oh, Louise. Well, damn, this was a good year, wasn't it? I'd say for the top 20, it's the most complete year yet. Video games started getting good. I've at least played all these. Sorry. Alien I know there's been one Predator. or two that I haven't had a chance. Huh? Alien vs. Predator. Woo! That's a good one. Yeah. I never played it. Oh, well, that's a good reason to cut it. Yeah. Three different characters and... uh 
uh, you know, three distinct campaigns. I played it at my sister's boyfriend's whatever cousin's roommate's house when I was a kid. <laughs> cousin's sister's mother's mother. <laughs> yeah, roommate. roommate. It was pretty good. I, th- uh, I, I think I have a Jaguar emulator somewhere. Yeah, I need to. I'm gonna have to buy me a Jaguar one of these days. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's like the one console I don't have. Um, you got literally 3DO? one. Oh shit! Forgot about 3DO. I guess I don't have the CDI either. Philips CDI. There's like three. Yeah, there's like. No, there's another one. I don't have TurboGrafx 16. TurboGrafx 16. Well, you can just go ahead and get the mini when it comes out. I'll take care of that. PC Engine and. Uh, which that's Neo Geo, Graphic 16 basically, but yeah. uh, the CD versions of some of these consoles or the attachments. I guess there's a few things I don't have. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, so you cut AVP, yeah. and I'm going to say Batman and Rob for Super Nintendo. Oh man, it's a good. It's a good game, but it's got it's got of what's left on here. It's probably got the most issues. Well, oh, goodness gracious. According to, oh my God, this list, well, I see two. <laughs> Three, really. Um, yeah, Starry Night Slam Masters is not going to make it. Nah. That's a pretty good game. Um,. <laughs> Super Return of the Jedi level design went downhill big time from the previous game. Well, we should go ahead and say this. Dan's games of the year list are Donkey Kong Country, Mortal Kombat 2, and Super Return of the Jedi. So how are we going to do Dan's list? We can leave Dan's pick on there. I mean, it's a good damn game. Well, It's just just a step behind it. I, think, back. I think Dan's two choices will stay on there. but Yeah, I'd say those are top Top five at least. So, yeah. Dan has to show up for an episode. So, Dan will give you one choice on there. Your opinion was heard. It just doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a vote. Okay, it's. Yeah. Um, I will get rid of. Well, it's going to come down to two choices. Oh, shit. <laughs> Lion King. Damn it. I was hoping you wouldn't take that one. I'm a coward. <laughs> Scott. Pretty easy game, but it's a good game. Yeah. Um, it's hey, not quite up to the level. I bought, it. I bought it yesterday, so. There. I bought that in Aladdin. All oh, the re releases? Yeah. I bought it for my birthday. Uh, You know which one to get rid of, Scott. Let's do it. I'm going to go with Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic and Knuckles? Yep. Well, let's talk about Sonic and Knuckles for a minute. It was innovative. It was innovative, yep. It had that that little gimmick where you could attach it to Sonic 3 and you could play with... had additional stages and characters and hidden secrets. And then you can attach it to Sonic... Two, and you could play with. Was it Tails? No, Knuckles. Yeah. In there, that was cool. Something like that. It basically lets you break 
break Sonic Three in two. Yeah, it was <laughs> DLC. It was it was it was it was DLC that gave you hack abilities. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Sonic and Knuckles is good. I'm not saying it's bad, but no. Earthworm I think Jim. Sonic Three by itself is better. Earthworm Jim, holy shit! Yeah. That's a good one, man. That's a really, really good game. Yeah. Um, Streets of Rage 3. Hold, hold on. We're on top 10. Bloodlines, Hard Corpse, Donkey Kong Country, Final Fantasy 3, Mega Man X, Mortal Kombat 2, NBA Jam, Sonic 3, Streets of Rage 3, and Super Metroid. So you're getting rid of Streets of Rage 3? Yeah. You dickhead. Step back from 3. Still a great game. Well, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> sorry, I'm real sorry, Final Fantasy 3, I don't, I'm not a turn-based guy, it's <laughs> 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 the way it goes, people. Oh my gosh, this is this is getting super hard. Yeah, you don't like it, right? Uh, I would say this is oh, definitely gee. Genesis versus Sega right here. Yeah. Um, out of for quality, what's left? Oh my gosh, this is like a bunch of nines and nine and a halfs again. Yeah, this was a damn good year. NBA Jam. Wow. So many hours playing NBA Jam. Many, many hours. You really want to... On this list, you really want to cut NBA Jam? We got to cut it to five. Out of these? It's not my top five. Oh, man. It'd be like number six, maybe. <laughs> Contra Hard Corpse. <sighs> That's a rough one. Yeah. I'll say this about Contra Hardcores. Hardcores. Contra Hardcore. Um, there's a lot of bullshit in that game. It is. On the difficulty side. Also, it's, it's you, full of bullshit. If you buy the Japanese version, it's easier because you got actually life bars. Yeah, the Constellation boss is just horseshit. Um, as a fan of super hard games, that's one I've just never conquered. Oh, I beat it, but I cheated. I admit it. It's the only way you can do it. Yeah. Damn genie. Uh, even Christmas. We got Castlevania Bloodlines, Donkey Kong Country, Mega Man X, Mortal Kombat 2, Sonic 3, and Super Metroid left. Uh, I think you know which one to get rid of, Scott. Can't believe I'm gonna say it. Can't believe I'm gonna say it. Castlevania Bloodlines. What? Yep. What? Yep. So once again, Scott is wrong. Okay. <laughs> I know what one you're eyeballing. <laughs> what for number one? I can feel. I can feel who you're ready to cut. I can't cut anymore. We're in the top five. Oh, well, good then. <laughs> I would cut Mega Man. 
I knew it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Mega Man. All right, so. Donkey Kong Country, Mega Man 10. Oh, shit, 10. X. Mortal Kombat 2, Sonic 3, and Super Metroid. All right, so. It should probably go Donkey Kong Country, Mortal Kombat 2, Super Metroid, Sonic 3, Mega Man. Well? Okay, is everybody in agreement that Donkey Kong's number one? Nope. Nope? Okay, well, me and Dan say Donkey Kong's number one, so that's two to one. Alright, you can have that. Okay, so number two. Me and Dan say Mortal Kombat's number two. That's two to one. I'm outvoted on that one. Super Metroid would have been my pick. I think it should at least be three since you guys voted me down. Well, Dan didn't make it, so that's, that's fair. MK. So what you're saying Mega Man is three? No, Super Metroid three. No, oh, Super Metroid? Oh, that's better. One outvoted down to three. Alright. Well, okay, so Is this the list? How you want it now? This is unfair? Donkey Kong, that sounds- Mortal Kombat, Super Metroid, Mega Man X, and Sonic 3. Yep, that, that works. Alright. Alright, well, we have some bad news about this. This is it. All the fun and joking that we had, it's over. The Great War between Nintendo and Sega is officially over. Sony PlayStation was first released on December 3rd, 1994 in Japan and on September 9th, 1995 in North America. The Great War is over. So we got we got the aftermath for about another year, year and a half. Yeah. After we'll go we'll go we'll probably be mid to late 96 is my guess before we really get super heavy on PS1 games. Yeah. I mean, there's a small influx next year, but I don't remember when you got the Dreamcast. When was Dreamcast? Not Dreamcast, 99. but Saturn. 94. 94 was Saturn. Saturn came out in 94. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. 1995. Was it okay? It was, it was like May of '95 or February or something, wasn't it? It's November twenty second, nineteen ninety four in Japan, and May eleventh, nineteen ninety five, North. America. Yeah, it was a, that was something they tried to get to the market to jump ahead of PlayStation, and then you had a lack, of, a severe lack of games. Yeah, what had to happen was CEO, which hurt them bad. CEO of Sega wanted to release it first. Because he thought, uh, soon as, well, if we get to market first, we win. That's why we won last time. And Tom Kalinske said, that ain't going to work. And he said, we're going to do a sneak attack, and we're going to, oh, that sounded kind of racist. We're going to attack right now. 
Surprise. Surprise launch. Woohoo. And Tom was like, we can't do that. We Our plan is to have everything come out six months or whenever from now. That's when everything's going to come in. He's like, nope, we're going to do it E3. He's like, we don't have any supplies. We have no plans. Everything is set up then. You will do this. And that's what fucked them. All their suppliers, who they promised back during the Genesis days, were never going to fuck you the way that Nintendo fucked you. What did they do? Because of Sega Japan, they fucked them, and they never forgave them. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, the Saturn, Saturn launch list is pretty weak. Yeah. Clockwork Night, nobody knew what that was at the time. That's a really good game, actually. Daytona USA was a shitty version. They had to release yeah. another version to fix it. Yeah. Panzer Dragoon, yeah. Golf, Virtual Fighter, and Soccer. Now, Saturn was big in Japan, but not in America. And America did not f- forgive Sega for this bullshit. So, it was great, though, Genesis versus Nintendo. Um, I asked Dan for his like little comments about the Sega versus Nintendo. He said, Nintendo is better. Sega had MK Blood. That's it. That's all you had to say about it. So, uh-huh. yeah, well, a bunch of Nintendo fanboys. You people forget where Nintendo came from. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo's bathed in blood. So. <laughs> yeah. They came from, their money came from having a monopoly in illegal gambling casinos. Their cards. That's where it came from. And let's not forget. Right. Let's just not forget the fact that they had love motels. So Nintendo was making money off of people fucking. So there's your sweet ass Nintendo. Family friendly. Market Nintendo. will provide. Market will provide. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but Sega is the bad people. Sega was bad. They were corrupting minds of youngsters. Yeah. Fuck off. So. That's it for today. Come back next week when Scott talks about how great Nintendo is with the GameCube and Nintendo 64. Woo, Nintendo 64. That was something. So, Scott, anything you want to say? Yeah, man, I can't wait to talk about Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. It's great. Well, Mario 64 was amazing. One of the best games ever. So... That's it. We'll be back with 1995, maybe. I don't know how many good games came out in 1995, but we'll find one of them. All right. We got 94 next, right? No, we just did 1994. Fuck that up. was 94. Okay, 95's coming up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's it. Goodbye. Happy Halloween. <laughs>